You are listening to Marketadora. So, hi, welcome back to another episode of Arquitudora, the Architecture Podcast. I'm your co-host, Yan Jun, from Berlin, and also my fellow brothers in Malaysia, Matt. Mm, yeah, apparently we kind of like missed last week recording because... Because of architecture, yeah. <laughs> yes, we are busy. Basically, because of architecture, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. This week title, if you can see, um, I would say, uh, it's a, it's not, it's not to say a heavy topic, but it kind of like relate to what happened recently, uh, in Europe and also China, which is the, the flooding, um, the, f- it's not just a very normal flood, but actually cause a lot of death and damages so it's also it's very tragic I would say but I think in terms of thinking how bad the situation is right now we as an uh, as an architect or uh, architecture background I would say maybe we could come up with some discussion or to solve not to solve like how could this I mean, we oh, just we just yeah. discuss yeah, about yeah. uh kind of what other countries have been doing because mm. basically, especially places like Malaysia, I would say because I mean I have the most we have the most yeah. uh, information about Malaysia like Malaysia really, uh because of its tropical climate, mm-hmm. basically yeah. we have floods quite often, often. like mm-hmm. not not often like in like every month or say but maybe every year or so there'll be like one very very bad. Uh, flooding season kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and we kind of get used to it because it, because it happens like every year on. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it, it it's just a news that happens every year. Yeah, but kind thankfully, of, of course, it's not as serious as like what happened in Europe and Germany, <laughs> Europe and China right now, la. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I guess we should kind of discuss more of like what other countries have been doing because, um. Uh, I guess something like Europe. I'm not sure about China, but as mm. I know Germany, mm. uh, this no, thing I mean, it really doesn't happen, uh. oh, Okay, yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you, uh, do you know about like even the the flood happened in China? Actually, no. I I, I, I know, right? haven't been. I haven't okay, been listening much like of news. Maybe lately. we can like talk a bit like the background happened in Germany, right? Uh, not Germany, Europe right now. Uh, so apparently, is uh flooding happens in like they say last the past hundred years is the deadliest natural disaster in Europe. And according to the information that I got like this morning, uh, it's very sad that uh two hundred and twenty nine there and the flood is still ongoing since like twelfth July. Oh I I, yeah. I thought it's actually better already. Yeah, I, I I thought so as well but when I read the news they say um, it's still raining sometimes, but suddenly, like they just have heavy rain and then flood. I mean, of course, hopefully, it's not that as serious as as uh, as before. And this is what happening in Europe. Like I mean, between the West Germany and some uh, Belgium and what where else? I think they are somewhere around there. So it's just yeah. very bad. Yeah, uh, and also to okay, give you so, yeah, say again. to give you a perspective of really how serious it is. Uh, I've actually seen one of a picture that basically yeah. shows like a house to say how far the 
flood has gone like they show like for the past hundred years the mm-hmm. biggest flood was only like maybe maximum one meter above ground level mm-hmm. maximum and this time it's actually reaching almost covered up the second floor mm. uh, second floor as in like one two I'm not sure why I say that, but ground first. Maybe it's okay, such uh, a just such a confusing high. thing. It's yeah, really the, the ground and first level. So I would say you reach around six meters or so, mm. and that's how serious it is. Because imagine, uh, imagine if you live in a two-story house, mm, normally low, you won't think yeah. that. Normally, maybe even if it floods, maybe the ground floor is gone. Yes. but your higher floor should be safe. Mm. But this time it's totally. You can't totally avoid, gone. you know, you can't, <laughs> you have no place to hide. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, this is what uh, currently happening in Europe. And why I mentioned China is because, I mean, of course, China right now is also facing like the flooding um, disaster. And it happens in this province called Henan. And precisely it's Zhengzhou. And my site is right there yes so suddenly like uh, our partner office I mean when this suddenly happened and then my partner office just like they send messages on WeChat and then say we are we are flooding right now and then (laughs) that's I mean like I didn't thought of it so close to to, I mean I feel related as well because my site is precisely on on the flooding region Mm -hmm. And then it's also right now they cause like three hundred and two deaths. And what I know oh, from like so serious. Yeah, exactly. Is how how serious is that? I mean, when I I watched some videos about like what happened, because you know China are very, um, very good in like those subway underground train, uh, all those things, right? So because they have a lot of this infrastructure, and then when the when the Flood comes, people actually trap underground, under the sub the train inside the train, and I mean if you see one of the images I said share to you, you see like because the suddenly the water was so strong and so so much, they actually blast into into the underground subway, and people who couldn't run out, uh, on time then yeah, so yep, it's very sad to hear about that. And also I think I mean we can't deny that Natural disaster Will still come And we can't stop them Because first of all Climate change And Not only because of rain That caused flood But maybe The sea level is rising And we heard We we, I mean the nearest to us Is like the what, What is happening in Indonesia You know Right yeah, yeah, in yeah. Jakarta. Basically. Yeah, yeah. They are planning to move the whole city, the capital, to uh, another place. Right. Not, not really move yeah. the city, but uh, uh, yeah. they are moving because Jakarta is a capital. Okay. Yeah. They are planning, or if I'm not mistaken, uh, they are planning mm. to move. Uh, they are kind of like the parliament and all those things oh, to another okay. city. It's not like you know they are going to totally abandon the whole city. <laughs> No, I mean, so they are like preparing for like some backup plans, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm, definitely. So it's like a 10 years, 20 years plan uh, from what I remember from the news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because 
uh, the sea is rising, but it's not going to like immediately. Suddenly, but, the next day, yeah. yeah. But you know, near, mm. not so near future, but quite near. So in the end, yeah. Uh, they say mm. Jakarta is pretty much going to sink. Uh, but the climate change is real, uh, Because you see what happened like recent years: fire in Australia, in US, yeah. the fire, jungle fire. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean of course due to like our the rapid development in, in all over the world. So as an architect we always like um we want to do some <laughs> how would I say? Oh yeah, actually I find out a keyword about this um flooding thing is called I think they have this called resilience architecture, right? Oh. Have you heard about it? It's like how do you um encounter when you can't you can't actually stop the like for us for example like natural disaster come so you need to <laughs> be more resilient <laughs> and for example like is it like the one of the also like one example that I told you like what happened in the New York because of the hurricane sand uh, yeah hurricane sandy so they actually make New York become a very vulnerable to flooding and also like what happened to when sea level rises and the city got flooded so they start to like plan how to uh, how to have those um, coastal protection plan like doing landscaping have you heard of it? Mm. yeah just, just a bit about it but not, mm. not very in detail mm, yeah 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 I mean, for your part, like, what do you think about this? Mm. Um. How? Yeah. Well, what, what? Sorry, what was your question again? Sorry. My question, like, what do you think about how? How can we, um, how can architecture helps in facing this kind of this natural disaster? For example, like flooding. For now. Uh. I mean, I would say. In terms of architecture, I guess we just have to evolve with the times. Mm, as in yeah, we have true. to like you know, come up with new technologies to and uh, it's not just architecture basically, it's also uh, Is that the whole industry? Everyone? Yeah. Right? So it's also the engineering part mm. and also like the uh, urban planning kind of thing. Mm, the yeah. whole I would say actually urban plays a very big I mean urban planning still has a big role in this. But even architecture could have some form of, uh, I mean, just just for example, like in Malaysia, mm. because we basically have heavy rains throughout the whole year, yeah. uh, we are very susceptible to floods. And even if it's not like very, very bad floods, mm-hmm. even during like just very, very heavy rain, it could just uh, you know, Flat just have like a lot of stagnant stagnant water kind of thing, or just water flowing, and uh, so basically the houses in Malaysia has kind of been raised up a bit. Mm. So there are certain certain things that you know you will have to take in take in mind, like uh. The front door has to be, you know, slightly higher or a curb or something to, 
prevent water from coming in or having the whole house basically raised up from the main road coming in. I think that's a lot. Uh, even if I'm not mistaken, you have to have a drain uh, right outside your perimeter mm. so that all these things doesn't basically so if it floods it doesn't flood too bad kind of thing la. so it doesn't flood into your house mm. so all these things also could be what you say as an architecture pre- prevention or architecture convention something like that mm. uh, but as I said I mean even engineering in terms of need to play an important role as well uh. redesign yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, in terms of kind of technology of the engineering like uh, I'm not very sure about flooding. Maybe maybe there is also because places like say Venice, you know, where mm-hmm. uh it's kind of sitting on water. Mm-hmm. So engineering, I would say, plays a very big role there. And even let's say in Japan, like the earthquake, which basically, mm-hmm. as you yeah. know, Japan Japan is a very big earthquake place. Mm-hmm. So they have a lot of engineering things that has to be implemented with the architecture in Japan. So that yeah. whenever there's an earthquake, it doesn't. It's not so serious. I mean, not to say the earthquake is not serious, but to kind of reduce the yeah, impact of the earthquake. Some impact, yeah. Yeah. So, mm. uh, something like that. Mm. <coughs> and maybe in terms of urban planning, say in Singapore. Mm. I think this one you also mentioned to me just yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, before the podcast, we were talking of it. Uh, Singapore also has like uh, urban swale which basically is like a park when it's not because when it floods it floods quite badly but it not it's not to say you know it happens uh, every day kind of thing mm. so basically they create kind of like a park where when it's not raining so heavily or when it's not raining at all it basically you can use it as a recreation area but when it rains heavily this park basically changes into a river kind of like a, a pond a pond a river something like that to divert the water away from basically basically they will have to do a lot of studies to see where is the most affected areas and try to divert the water out of that place mm. by using this park and Actually, there's a lot of examples. Uh. So, even in Malaysia, well, Malaysia once again, KL. Do we have one? Uh, no, it's something different. Uh, engineering thing is the smart tunnel, if you know. Okay, yeah. What happened? I mean, I know, like, when the smart tunnel launched, mm. floods happened. Uh, and then basically, <laughs> the smart tunnel mm-hmm. is, is uh, basically the same thing. Something like the same thing as how... Uh, Singapore Singapore's one uh, The one I just mentioned Previously mm. So like rather, It's just that Rather than being a park In Malaysia It's used as an Expressway for cars Okay So when it's not raining They will They will open up This tunnel And it's oh. like a Expressway And then you can Basically Use it like an expressway like It's a really? shortcut I mean. some, some places But when it rains heavily So there are different Stages also the so if I'm not mistaken, there is, yeah. I didn't. I thought it's, it's like just it's it's for express more than flood avoiding. I it's thought. a dual dual use because, as as I said earlier, like 
even if it floods in Malaysia, it doesn't happen every day. So if you just build one, just one thing that diverts water, it's mm. kind of a waste because like mm. maybe ninety percent of the time it's not used. Mm. So basically, they build this actually is to divert water out of KL. I mean, some certain parts of KL. I'm not very sure how they calculate. I mean, find out where all the places mm. to divert the water. I mean, I'm not an expert in this, but mm. basically, how it works is that they have a certain stage, and mm. different stage they will start to close down the tunnel. And when it's very very heavy, they will close down the whole tunnel, and it will become a total. Kind of a diversion of the water towards mm. the out of the city into a river. Mm. I don't know if you know there's the the Klang Va- Valley, Klang Valley River in KL. The Klang River, yeah. Yeah, along the Jalan uh Jalan Lok Yu, is it Jalan Kuching? Mm-hmm. Do you know about that? Yeah, because my primary yeah. school is next to that one, so I remember when I was young. Okay, the how big is the river? Is like I think the width is almost like one hundred meters, one hundred to one hundred fifty meters, and the depth the depth is like I think five stories or six to five to six stories. Is Ooh, it so deep? Yes, it's very deep. I or, or maybe I'm very small at times, so I think it's but <laughs> but definitely more than three to three three floors. I would say three to four floors. <laughs> so when as you say, I'm out every day. Also raining, so. When it rains, though, the f- the whole river actually raised up to like maybe just left like two levels, you know. <laughs> so Definitely. I don't know. Maybe that river very plays a very important role in climate <laughs> in KL. <laughs> yeah, uh, but, of course. But, like, actually, but, I mean, like what you say, like is you know during the daytime. I mean, normal days when it doesn't rain so heavy, it's very low, and then there's no more use other than just a river and. Maybe we call them even we we even call them long gang, which is drain uh, drain <laughs> drain a big yeah. Drain. It's basically a storm drain. It looks like a storm drain now, mm, uh, yeah. Because it, they really made that it's like a concrete mm. yeah, giant and drain. And after that, like when I grow older, like maybe after we study in college, uh, university, studying architecture, and there's this thing called uh, KL River. Is it? They start to like the river of life. Yeah, they are, the they river of to, life. Yeah, they want to revitalize the, the river. Is yeah, it, yeah, because yeah, it, it's because just something. To, yeah. It just looks very, ugly, out of place now. But mm. in, like, the technology of previous times, you know, it doesn't allow you to do too many things. Mm-hmm, so yeah. you just build it there just for the river's sake. So now that, the technology has moved further, and you know. Malaysia also has moved further, so mm. rather than just using it for practical use, we also try to do something else now yeah. uh, to kind of beautify the place. Uh, yeah, to enhance I think like, the city uh, greenscape, la, something like this. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, actually, if I'm not mistaken, this is uh, research that I've done quite long ago, maybe around 10 years ago, something like that, mm-hmm. uh, when I was researching about graffiti in Malaysia. Mm. Uh, apparently the, this Klang River now is actually used quite often as a worldwide graffiti competition uh, so rather than just use it, leave it there you know they have a big wall and a big 
I mean, it's very, very long. Yeah, exactly. You see, the wall is so high until like maybe four, five story. They can do graffiti. I remember now. You now you mentioned that. Then yeah. Every time so you drive because at first I yeah at first I thought it was just like you know random people going to do graffiti, but actually it's a competition there, and it's a worldwide competition. Like people actually come over to like you know draw things. Hey. I, I didn't know about that. <laughs> Time to come back to KL then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like what I mentioned, or the they try to revitalize KL at the river, and then I think one of the image uh, that you can see in the folder is uh is Chong, Chong Chonggae Chung stream. <laughs> it's yeah, in I Korea la, Obviously, it's in Korea. So so I this I I why I mentioned this is because I watch a lot of Korean drama, and this place is a very hot spot <laughs> for Korean drama scene. And then apparently in the next photo you can see it's like they use that stream when it when I mean when it's uh flooding then basically the whole stream like they got uh covered up first. So but when it's normal day they actually decorate I mean people can walk past walk on the along the river. Hmm. So I wonder what like, happened to the vegetation. Say again? I wonder yeah. what happened to the vegetation. Well, maybe that's why I said maybe the kind of vegetation is is capable <laughs> to withstand the heavy flood thing. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. I actually I wonder if the the river not to say uh, the the river around along Amsterdam is it served as the same purpose as well. The river along Amsterdam, if I'm yeah, not I mean mistaken, like, they, they um, not hundred percent sure. But if I'm not mistaken, it's because they use it as a water transport kind of thing. Oh, okay. Because Back in those if days, I'm not mistaken, right? uh, but I'm not not hundred percent sure about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's kind of like a risk. Not to say a risk, uh, If you live next to a river, you have higher risk. Uh. Having the flood mm-hmm. because yeah, but, of course, of course. But, of but course the thing is, yeah. uh, most towns and cities, basically, as long as they are older than, say, hundred years, mm. uh, say even for example like Kuala Lumpur, KL, mm. uh, basically, because water is the most important thing yeah. in life. Yeah. So basically, cities and towns and whatnot normally revolves around rivers or mm-hmm. uh, basically rivers are most of the times. Yes. So that's why you see, especially those ancient civilization, yeah. that's mm. they they are always revolve around. Rivers. Yeah, it's always or the origination of yeah. the city is normally around the river. That's why, KL, that's how KL actually start. So it's between the it's because of the Klang River. Which you were mentioning about. Yeah, so that's why if a river is so, I mean, it's so important and whenever or what, whatever city booms up, develop, they will always start from the river. So like mm-hmm. what you mentioned in earlier, I think urban planning uh, plays a very important role. So yes, that's why I say when you want to like develop the whole city, then you need to plan. Like if suddenly... I mean, you know your project. I mean, your pro your development will be in this hazard area, known hazard area. Then we need to put uh, this thoughts 
to our buildings, to our architecture, or even like landscape architecture, urban, urban scape. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As I as I said earlier, like even the swale in the urban swale in mm-hmm. uh Singapore. Singapore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one. So, I feel it works very much as like uh, urban planning that kind of elevates the the the, the standard of living also. Because mm-hmm. basically, you're making more parks around the place, mm. but. Normally, I mean, if it's raining heavily, you're not going to be outside anyway. Then, mm. when it's raining heavily, it becomes into a river. So, it, it works two ways. I think it's a very good idea. Mm. Uh, other than that, I mean, urban planning also, maybe you can check out, like, what the Netherlands are doing. Mm. Oh, sure. Because, okay. yeah, because Netherlands uh, basically is also a country that is kind of like sinking kind of thing. And they are also surrounded uh, by water. Yeah, they are surrounded by water. I mean, just now you mentioned Amsterdam. Mm. Uh, so basically, they have a lot of like planning to actually kind of block the waves from coming in into the city. Mm. Uh, I'm not sure where which part of Netherlands is. I I don't remember. Mm. It was a yeah, it was a study quite a while ago. Yeah. So yeah, so kind they have become uh, a buffering zone. Right? Instead mm-hmm. of direct heat, but uh, waves. Yes, yes. So they have a lot of kind of elevated roads, if I'm not mistaken. It's not just so, you know, you just have roads. The roads, those elevated roads also kind of act as a barrier from, uh, in case there's floods or those type of things. Mm. <coughs> so, uh, other than that, in Japan, oh. back to Japan, mm. because previously I mentioned Japan was about the uh, earthquakes, but actually, certain places in Japan, for example Tokyo, mm-hmm. uh, before they had their intervention for their floods, Tokyo was actually one of the most fl- flood-prone right. city. Basically, is uh one of the most flood-prone city in the world. Mm. At the time They had very terrible floods And it happened very often So When was this? What? Like, uh, I think it was 60s recent? or something like that okay. no, 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 no Quite quite long ago already okay. But uh, Not very very long as well <laughs> But basically uh, If you actually There's actually quite a few videos About this also They are It's a engineering masterpiece kind of thing mm-hmm. what they have is actually a very very big tunnel very very big uh, space underground oh, okay. it, it's really very 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 big if you go and see the pictures is it called the what uh, the Jukans project what's it called is I it don't remember one? I don't know because I saw images <laughs> about this as well maybe okay. but if you just search like the Tokyo uh, flood prevention things mm-hmm. You can find it uh. Uh, mm. It's yeah, a, so basically like a very works. Very 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 giant drain Underneath That every time it rains uh, that, that thing is like Maybe 20 stories high or something like that mm. If you see it Maybe even more than that But basically when it rains That place will fill up 
and then it will divert the water elsewhere. So now, Tokyo is actually one of the places that doesn't flood at all most of the oh. time. Uh, okay. Sadly, sadly, if, even all after all the things happening in KL, it's still flooding, uh, Actually, mm, uh, I I mean we all know the reason now actually, because hmm? the river was full of garbage, trash, <laughs> and yeah, caused that's... a lot of blockage. <sighs> but this I'm, is I uh, I don't know. This I, is I, I mean, this is this is what we know <laughs> in, at least happening <laughs> in my country. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Okay. There's still plenty of people that doesn't have the civic conscience. They don't have a conscience to like throw the rubbish into mm. the rubbish bin. Mm. I've actually literally seen people that because they are a bit lazy to bring their rubbish to, to the, the front of the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to the designated place. They literally from their house throw the whole rubbish bag the plastic rubbish bag kind of thing into the river every day oh. and uh, I don't know I, uh, th- there's still a lot of people like this in Malaysia mm. okay. yeah but also like, not only not only how the river imagine like every time we see people like um, tra- travel to the beach and then if like for I I don't know from what I remember I think Port Dickson is quite dirty actually, right? Yeah, most of the beaches are dirty basically. <sighs> yeah, so yeah, but I think uh, uh, apart from like just flooding, I think uh, we have. I don't know if you still remember, there's this uh sponge city, uh, near our old house like no. A uh, sponge city concept building near our Shonowada house. Oh, basically, it's like the is roof. Is there such thing? Yeah, the roof is. I mean, green roof now for us. And then when it rains, it collects the rainwater. I mean, it's a very common thing. But the concept behind is, I think a lot of country right now they also enforce this. Uh, sponge city, uh, idea in uh-huh. every development like. I mean, this is maybe like more on like sustainable design, but I think this also helps like how to stop the, not to stop, to reduce damage to the building when the natural disaster come. Mm. Mm, is it actually now? Now that you mentioned about this, also, mm. uh, I think one thing we've forgotten to mention a bit is about like why, at least in KL, mm. uh. Why is there so many so much flood in KL city center itself? Mm. Basically, like I mean, uh, KL KL is a very it's supposed to be a tropical forest. Uh, basically, the whole of Malaysia was was a tropical forest. Mm. Uh, and supposedly floods are not supposed to happen during in the forest. Is basically because of the ground. So, in KL right now, most of the places are basically concrete, mm. ah, yeah, or yeah. tar or whatever stone. You know, it's not it's not ground earth. Earth ground. Mm. 
Yeah, so basically all the water has no place to run off as in if it was a forest, you know, it will go into the ground mm. and from the ground it will slowly move back into the river and then the river will move to the mm. sea. But when it's all earth and stone and whatnot, uh, I mean, sorry, not earth and stone. <laughs> when it's all concrete and mm. asphalt and tar and whatnot, uh, water has not much place to run off. Mm. So that's why it starts to flood on the surface. Mm. So uh, the reason why I was uh, kind of reminded of this is because when you say about Sponge City, mm. how collecting rainfall and whatnot, mm. uh, these these things are actually not a very new thing, right? It's common. No, yeah, it's not. It's not a new thing, but it's not a common thing in Malaysia. For some reason, you know, Malaysia is slightly odd in some ways is that mm. we have plenty of rain, we have plenty of sun, but we never really take it into uh, advantage for us to design or something. Mm. Not really never, but it, it was, it's not very common. As mm. in like, there's, there's not a lot of people who's actually using solar, say. Mm. When it, it, I feel it makes so much sense to use solar. In Malaysia Because mm-hmm. you have sun Every single day Yeah For the whole year You know mm-hmm. When You see in Germany You know You only have sun Like During one, summer <laughs> Yeah one During season. summer and, But in, During but one season And other seasons You only have like One day In a week Or a mm-hmm. month Or something like that But yeah. you still see So many people using Solar mm. it's, it's odd it's, it's very weird Yeah but this is This also backs to the Political thing uh, We don't We don't want to talk about it Because Yeah yeah But yeah. Basically One of the reason why KL Has that much floods Is because we don't really Take advantage of this And we just Kind of negate it And It's It's really very hard to say Like uh, A lot of New township And what not yeah. Has a lot of Non-green places mm, They use every inch Of the land To build yeah, yeah, something like that. Of course, there's also certain requirements that, you know, you have to have a certain percentage green, of right? green and whatnot. But in the end, there's not, I would say there's not really a lot of this green around. Hmm. Uh, it's, it's very hard to say because, like, I actually know people, like, they have their own house, like a uh, landed property kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So basically when you have a landed property You have a Lawn Supposedly like a Small garden outside Right in front of your house mm-hmm. Kind of thing Does your house have that? Uh, no I don't have <laughs> <laughs> I, so, My house is not that big <laughs> <laughs> So I actually have a friend Who's in Berlin at the moment <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Don't want to say his name. Uh. Ah, okay, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know who it is. Uh, I know who you go. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, he said this a lot of times already. Mm. But basically, he's he's living in a bungalow in somewhere in K- uh, Malaysia. Mm. I mean, he used to live there. Uh, and he wanted to always plant trees there. Because, you know... Trees basically is kind of like a natural aircon kind of thing. Yeah. It will try. It will kind of 
makes the whole area cooler, mm. whether you like it or not. Uh. But his mom keeps wanting mm. to cut off the tree. <laughs> because he say basically because of the maintenance. Mm. So people would rather just, you know, cut off all the trees because they don't want maintenance, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's how a lot of Malaysians think. So that's why a lot of townships nowadays are getting less and less uh trees because you have to come up you have to pay for the maintenance, you know. Like imagine if your town had full of trees, that will yeah. also mean that the roads will have full of leaves. Yeah. So you need people to come and clean the leaves clean and that's the money. Leaves. So yeah, so Save that's money tree. and people so people don't want to do it. Yeah. Uh and we are kind of stuck in this situation right now, which I sometimes cannot really blame people because imagine if you're really really poor and you just can survive by paying, you know, this house. Mm. But you have to pay for maintenance to keep all this as well. It's, it's, it's hard. Uh. Mm. Uh, I'm not sure how to say how, how to, to do this as well in Malaysia, basically. Yeah, but thankfully, uh, at least our generation, they start to love a lot of, not trees, uh, but at least plants. <laughs> mm. I mean, yeah, we put a lot of plants in our, our interior. So of course, this doesn't help like a uh, flood. <laughs> But it han- enhanced like your living situation, uh, but it's also helping to your. Uh, in to in some way, it kind yeah. of helps the flood yeah. as well. Some way, in some way. Okay, I mean, like for houses, like with lawn or trees outside, it helps a bit. But for high rises, um, interior plants help your living condition, your living environment. Mm-hmm. Like the air, they say they all, you can um, what? clean the air, right? Something like mm-hmm. this. Yeah. It also kind of cools down the air as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, this this is something I'm not sure. Maybe I can ask you is that, uh, not in Malaysia but in Singapore. Mm-hmm. So Singapore, if I'm not mistaken, you actually need to give back hundred percent, uh, green area. Means that, if you were I to build a building that's like say, two, two hundred square meters. Okay your green area must also be 200 square meters. Okay, so basically my land, I only have 50% to use. Uh. No, you can you can actually build it on top of your house, on top of your roof or something like that. So mm. basically like a condo is like 30 story high or something mm-hmm. like that. But it takes up quite a lot of space as in like the... Okay, so the, the podium, the car built park up, area... Built up area. Mm. So... Uh, basically, they are hundred percent, uh, green area means that, from your, side the size of your lot, or the whole boundary la, mm. say is, uh, five thousand, maybe more than that. Let's say is, ten thousand square meters. Mm. Your green area that you must provide, in the whole place must be ten thousand square meters. Okay. So you can put it anywhere. If I'm not mistaken, it's 100%. Uh, I mm. have to double check on that. But basically, it's a very, very high percentage uh, compared to Malaysia's 10% if I'm not mistaken. But this 100%, basically, you can put it anywhere in between your buildings or mm. on the roof. Any pocket you, you know, want to put there. Yeah. yeah, something like that. So, but in the end, your area that you provide must be 100% or whatever percentage it is uh, quite high. Mm. 
uh, do you think that this will help with floods? I mean, if the concept of sponge city really, um, if hard, very high efficient, I think definitely it helps. Like, like for example, like the green, the hundred percent green that, mm. uh, exists in a- any part of the building. Like for example, a condo, and then of course the car, the car park or the podium part. They have a lot of green small parks, and then, rather than having a concrete, podium, block, and then now you have a lot of green. Then, like what you say, ma, the concept of uh, the tropical country because they have a lot of this earth ground, this natural thing, and then they slowly absorb the water and then kind of slow, slow water from um, gathering, and comes and becomes flood. So definitely, you see, like if you have a lot of green roof, I mean, very, uh, high. I don't want to say like you just plant trees on roof is a green roof, but of course in behind you need to put a lot of like this um, technology thing. For example, like when it rains, then of course the the natural ground like if you uh, apply them on your condo or the green area, then it kind of like become a buffer buffer level to gather mm-hmm. a lot of water water in the same time so I hope like Malaysia put more put more thoughts in this like whenever like you see a lot of high rises developing around KL Mm -hmm. I don't know Mm -hmm. if that I mean I don't know if area development right now they actually enforce this kind of green percentage definitely I mean (laughs) there there is a percentage but the percentage is very low in Malaysia Mm. Especially as compared to Singapore now. Mm. But but one reason is because Singapore has not much space to have greens as compared to Malaysia. Like you can have ah, a park so you can, it's much easier to have a park in Malaysia compared to Singapore. Yeah. So kinda of like a vertical park. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <coughs> But sometimes like natural disaster, we can't stop. So even though you have a lot of green, imagine the rain just... Okay, maybe the the, the green protection of the zone, the river, the pond thing can only withstand like maybe 4 hours rain. But imagine the rain happens like 24 hours. You see, you still can't um, stop it. Like even like yeah. whenever the, the sea level, they just raise, you can't stop it. So... In the end, I mean, I mean uh, there, there's no there's no way to basically stop natural disaster. Like, like I said, mm-hmm. like I said earlier, like how Japan has a lot of engineering, uh, things for earthquake. Mm, yeah. But in the end, you see when a really serious earthquake happens, things yeah. still get still bad. Mm. But we can try to, you know, reduce prevent the reduce. Yes, reduce the damage. Yeah. Imagine. Imagine if they didn't have this. I mean, the Jap- Japan at the time mm. during when was it really twenty twelve? Was it that long already? Twenty twelve. The the. the Fuku- is it Fukushima the earthquake mm, that yeah that caused the nuclear reactor? Yeah, I think it's twenty twelve or something like that. Is mm. is. 
Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, it's 2011, 2012, something like that. Mm-hmm. It's really that long ago already. Uh, imagine if they didn't have those uh, prevention measures, and how much worse would it be mm-hmm. during that earthquake? Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe, maybe really one day we'll have some solution, like maybe your strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, now that maybe, you're maybe, <laughs> maybe one day we we'll really have a solution. But at the moment, we really don't have that uh, technology for that. Yeah. So exactly. what we can do is to have certain prevention measures to certain things. Uh. Slowly, slowly. Uh, upgrade but it's not. La. Yeah, and it and it's not just you know like, one day you can just put in all the money and then, boom, uh, boom, a... yeah. Suddenly you have a prevention measure kind of thing. Mm. It's kind of like. Uh, very big scale it has to be a very very big scale slowly mm. you build up to this uh, prevention measure like you slowly mm. get better and better and better and better or something like that yeah rather than just put I mean of course you can just put one thing and then it just gets slightly better like you know the smart tunnel kind of thing mm. but I believe it should be more of a bigger scale as in not just one prevention measure but multiple different pre- prevention measures from different different things Mm. Including uh, Maybe like The Singapore's way of Like Having green areas In their buildings Or something like that mm. Yes uh, that's what you mentioned uh, The park uh, The Bishan Park In Singapore When yeah. Normal Normal day Doesn't flood It acts as a park And people can Use it Recreation or Yeah just a normal park A green A beautiful park So when heavy rain Flood Then it becomes a pond then of course people still do, people don't go out like, because it's raining, but still, mm-hmm. kind of like avoid the city center become uh, a flooding place, right? Yeah, something mm. like that. So, basically, I also have this. Uh, uh, I I mentioned to you before, so I'm not sure whether I mentioned in this podcast before. Mm. Uh, basically, I during our DR times in Germany in the south. Mm. Uh, I've actually did this Kind of a small project About Jakarta And mm. a research about like How to Have certain strategies Of how to uh, Prevent this Basically because Jakarta is sinking So how to get the, And Maybe before the sinking thing happens also, Jakarta is one of the most prone places For uh, Floods now mm, Now? Even now? Yeah even now uh, there's actually quite a lot of data to show how how bad it is. Uh. Mm. They say that 40% of Jakarta is actually under the sea level already now. Mm. It's like Venice. And they are basically their whole... Like everything that I've just said about KL just now is basically kind of the same thing that's happening in Ten Jakarta. Also, like, yeah, because of the amount of Population there Compared mm, to yeah. KL mm-hmm. So it's uh, Quite a bit worse Over there So basically uh, Jakarta I mean Indonesia The whole of Indonesia Is not just like You know Sitting there And leaving it to Die <laughs> You know Kind of thing So they actually have a, a, Some kind of Prevention measures Or so Which is They are building Like a, They call it The Jakarta Coastal Development Strategy Mm-hmm. Which is supposed to be done by 2030 Basically oh. is to build one whole big 
development in the sea in the next sea. to Jakarta. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, if you really need to find the pictures, you can go and find it in the which I just said just now the Jakarta mm. Coastal Development Strategy. Mm. Uh, the estimated pay is like sixteen trillion rupiah, something like that. Uh, oh. Basically, they are building like Money. you know, like how Dubai built the uh, that the man-made that thing into the sea, kind of that the man-made uh, island kind of thing. Okay. Basically, they are trying to do that and to block the sea from coming in. So it's like a divider between the Jakarta main city and the new and the sea, kind of. Hmm. Uh, which. That time we were also questioning about whether this uh, this really is the best strategy because basically it's just like a big technological masterpiece kind of thing. But as I said earlier, I think I actually believe that it's more of a, like why don't we try to do it like a more natural way mm, kind of yeah. thing like yeah. instead like of having what <laughs> you you want to it's avoid. basically to 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 me it's like you know they did something which caused this thing and they are not trying to fix what the problem is mm. they are just trying to uh, avoid the problem it. but you never yeah. know what you avoid what you try to do to avoid actually affects yeah, something like that something more serious behind like for example mm. like the aircon thing you want to have very chilling weather you install aircon and you will have you feel cooler but you actually make the weather even Hotter. <laughs> yeah, that's what I can thought of right now. Yeah, it, it's it's something. Yeah, really something like that. It's mm. like a. I would say like a temporary fix. Like you see this. Mm. It's like. Yeah, you. Like you, you know, like if you're rules, if you're sick, if you're sick, you heal the symptoms only. You don't fix the heal roots. the problem. Actually, yeah. yeah. The what's the roots for it? You don't heal it. You just fix the symptoms only, which. I don't think it's the best method. It's the best solution, end. yeah. I believe what you say, lah. Maybe uh, step by step. Yeah, I, I believe it should be more of a step by step. Getting, because I I actually don't really blame how people plan the cities in the past, mm. because in the end, they didn't know what is the, the outcome. The future, I mean, yeah. Yeah, they don't know what's the future. They don't know what is actually the thing that might. Sorry, I'm a bit tired today. <laughs> I mean, like for you, you already create something, design something for, uh, earthquake withstand maybe up to level four, and then you didn't know sometimes level nine won't come in. Then this is yeah. something that you can prevent. But like I would say maybe at least you have level four, you already have a half of the, uh, defense. <laughs> Armor, you know, like what we played in games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but actually, what what I'm trying to say is more of like. Uh. uh sorry, I just can't. I can't think about it. <laughs> okay, we all understand. We all understand. Yeah. Uh, but actually, today I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, after going through all this already, lah. Uh. Because as we said earlier, all these places that in Malaysia, in Netherlands, in Singapore, mm. in Jakarta, all these things are all these places, 
these things actually happen very often. Mm. So, uh, as you said earlier, Europe has actually went through this very very serious, yeah, uh, very very serious flood, which is once in a century kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think that those places in Europe? They should actually have some prevention measures. Mm. Actually, this is also a very good question. You know why? Like what I told you, my site in China, right now, which is the flooding area, and then we kind of like um question the one of our like consultant, and then we say, oh, due to the recent flooding happened, and then should we enhance like whatever structure or just uh this uh flooding system thing. And then, like, what you know, what the consultant actually replied, mm, they actually say, they actually advise, like, saying, uh, because this flood happens, like, once in a century, uh, they, they, do, they do not recommend us to just purposely to enhance it because due to the recent uh, disaster happened. So personally, to answer your question... I think um, throughout the, the I don't know should I say this like in the mankind civilization history you know there's always a bigger bigger disaster that come of course I would say if right now you know how, se- how severe uh, a flooding could cause to to your house or for development a country then of course you should slowly like put a lot of uh, precaution or uh, attention to your future housing development I mean because like what you say ma, in, uh, in because Tokyo happens I mean Japan is a very uh, earthquake uh, I mean often have a, a lot of earthquakes so they uh, uh, withstand a tower withstand law actually has to be applied for every building so but we never know if I mean the reason that they don't want to do it is because of the like, cost but imagine I don't know as a human how do you weigh is it the human cost more <laughs> important or your building cost so my answer is yes you should and because Definitely a bigger disaster will come in future. That's why you see my thesis. I have that strawberry thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my answer. Do I do I answer your Yeah yeah your question? Uh I mean <laughs> I, I feel that this is a hard question to answer because mm. you can't there's no to right me, or wrong, you can't blame whoever who doesn't agree with you. Yeah, but, yeah because mm. like like to me it's like you can't build uh you can't build everything to prevent everything kind of thing. Mm, mm-hmm. Like say now you are because because this flood happened mm. they build prevention for the flood kind of thing. Mm. But should they also build to prevent earthquake because maybe one day there'll be an earthquake or so. Yeah. So they also need to put in these prevention measures for earthquake 
and then maybe for pre- prevention measures for hurricane also. Mm. No, that's why you say uh, like coming years, not coming years, uh, even like the past ten years, uh, you say Malaysia is a, uh, is the most safest country because we have don't have, we don't have all those natural disasters, earthquake or uh, whatever hurricane. Uh, but slowly, slowly, I think we slow we can feel like some, uh, wavery earthquake from, sometimes from Indonesia, sometimes from even Japan. I think I think that mm-hmm. one we can always feel it. It's just uh. So far, it haven't been any uh, big impact to us. I think the biggest impact to us was the tsunami at the time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You see. So. <laughs> but that, that that's that's the reason I was trying to ask this question. So some it's also something like that. So at the time, the tsunami in Malaysia was very very serious in Penang. Mm. Oh yeah. Oh, I remember. It was really very serious. Uh, so is it because that that time it happened a tsunami that I don't know has it ever mm, has it ever happened in Malaysia before I have no idea mm. I don't think so but is it because that that so happened happen that once. there that is yeah it happened once it c- might happen again uh touchwood or whatever should we have prevention measures for that mm. I'm not very sure so I I like. True. Both sides kind mm. of thing. Both sides, yeah. Yeah, even like, like maybe we mm. should have some prevention measures, but at the same time you never know. Like this thing happens so rarely, like I like really earthquake, you know. It, it's not it happens every day, uh so often that of course no one will stay there anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean but, but I mean if if it happens every day then you will have some kind of prevention measures to it, then of course mm. you have to do it. Uh. Mm. But it's because it happens so rarely that should you really have prevention measures for it? I'm mm. I'm really not very sure yeah. about this. True. I know that you say like what happened in Penang also. I now I recall like I s- watched some videos when the tsunami hits and then because uh the Penang Island Tanjung Bunga is so close. I mean it's just next to the by the sea, so basically the whole car park thing they they just flow, flooded. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, and because I have one friend who uh, lives there, so I saw the images actually. Mm. actually but now that you say that, uh, maybe because it happens so rarely, I don't know what will the condo do to by the bay. I mean, along the seaside, like, do they build a higher wall? <laughs> or I, I, I don't think that, at least in Malaysia, I don't think that uh, anybody will do anything there. Mm. Because it's, it's really too rare. Actually, I have a quite interesting story about that as well. I mean, that, that tsunami. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it? I, actually, I don't know whether I told you before also about this one. Definitely, no. Basically, during that tsunami, mm-hmm. I didn't know what happened. I have no idea. It's because the day when the tsunami hit, you know Phuket? It hit Phuket very, very hard. The okay. whole Phuket was basically destroyed. Totally dis- like disappeared, you know. Okay. Then you one day there. before that, one day before that happened, I was at Phuket. Oh my god. And when this thing happened, actually I took a cruise to Phuket. Mm-hmm. So when that tsunami happened, I was actually in the cruise. I was actually oh. in the sea of that thing happening. Oh. So when I reached back, then I saw the news. 
Like, I think it was uh, two days. Two thousand eight, right? After. Is it? Or two thousand four? I think it's. Two thousand four. I think I was twelve or thirteen or something like that. So the next day when I reached back, I saw the news that how Phuket is gone. It's like. Holy crap! <laughs> so. A bit scary. Wow. <laughs> well, now that you reminds me that two years ago, I mean last year during this pandemic. I was traveling to Indonesia. <laughs> okay, it's the same thing. Okay, okay. We, it's a topic for another day. Yeah, but true. Oh, but thankfully, you alive. Yeah, I'm still oh. here. I can talk yeah. to you now. Yes, yes. <laughs> wow. Okay, so. So for this week's news. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know sure whether you've seen it or so. It's a uh, kind of. Kind of a trending thing in uh, Malaysia's Facebook now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cameron Highlands announced oh. a new escape park, which is a kind of like a theme park kind of thing. Wow! Do you see that? No, I don't know. Oh, basically, it's a very that. very by, big by, theme park, and who? supposedly has I I don't know by who is it's a theme park uh, escape mm-hmm. escape you know the the one in Penang. Mm-hmm. Ah yeah. Yeah, it's the same same uh. Same company, I guess. Okay. Same owner, lah. Mm. Uh, but basically, it has one. It's supposed to have the largest dry ski park, dry ski hill, dry mm. ski, dry skiing thing, lah. Mm. Uh, and actually, a lot of, uh, people, I know. Mm. In architecture, What's in the, the architecture world, lah. Basically, they are signing a petition to oh. basically cancel this project. Mm. Mm. And uh, what about you? I mean, what's your side for this for now? Or you don't you rather not to choose first? Actually, I'm. As long as they design it properly, mm. to me, I would say why not. Mm. Uh, uh, from what the comments I've read, like the reason why they don't want to have this thing basically mm-hmm. is basically because of the uh, you know, it's deforestation. You have to yeah. cut down a lot of trees, and yeah. but if you design it properly, shouldn't it be okay? Actually, like to me, I I'm in the kind of uh, the middle. No, not really. Because I'm, I'm just the type of person that I've actually heard this quote before. Hmm. They say that you know deforestation is bad and everything. Of course, yes, I know everybody knows. But if you don't cut down some trees, where are you going to stay? Where are you going to drive? Hmm. You know all these things. In the end, we do need to do some things. Like you cannot just say that. I I believe lah. Uh, you cannot just say that we shouldn't cut down any trees because it's nature, you know, kind of thing. Mm. Because in the end, we do somehow need to do it. Mm-hmm. It's just how we do it. Yeah. Uh, human civilization will always have to go on. <laughs> True. Yeah. So, to yeah, me, I feel yeah. as long as because. There, there are some pictures only uh, so far, like just some images to show things. So we don't really know how the design will actually come out. Mm. 
I mean, it's like so to me, I would say I imagine it's like just another thing, Maybe lah. Maybe I don't know, but as I see from the images, there's still a lot of trees, ah. Mm, so I, to me, as long as they do it nicely, I I really feel like why not. I'm I'm in this position now. Uh, I mean I'm not saying that they are wrong or it's anything. Bad uh, thing, I'm just it's a good thing, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean thanks to our this big topic, uh, like what I'm more concerned is about like what you say, because people are afraid of deforestation, uh, blah blah blah. But for now that I heard the news from you, what I the first thought that come to me is like what but um, always not to say often happen gunting uh, like maybe suddenly suddenly a lot of tragic hap- accident happening gunting is like the landslide so mm-hmm. it's also um, a disaster you an accident I think you can uh, you can check it out how it looks like and everything yeah, I think even your yeah. your housemate post about it <laughs> okay I will go ahead and have a look <laughs> yep uh, what a heavy um, topic I would say for the whole Conversation we had, yeah. I think the ne- our next, <laughs> our next episode should be quite, uh, lighthearted. <laughs> mm-hmm, hopefully, <laughs> you just try to have fun about it, <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So, uh, anything else you wanna add on, Matt? Nope. Nope. I think yeah. that's all. Okay. Yeah. So you you took your second jab, right? Yeah. Yeah. I just had it yesterday. That's the, that's the reason why I'm that tired <laughs> now. Yeah. Good uh, excuse. Yeah. But for some <laughs> for. Uh, it's not an excuse. I'm really that. A bit tired. I, I don't I know why. But yeah, but it's I not know. as bad as the first dose yeah, for some too, reason. My, my first dose was. So yeah, my better. first dose was quite quite bad, mm. but now I'm just feeling just a bit lethargic. Like very, just very tired, and for some reason I don't know why my left calf is pain. It's normal. It's normal. Okay, you should go and take a rest. Uh, so yeah, it's already almost one a.m. here. Okay, it's time for us to say goodbye. Thank you yep, to our listeners. So, yeah. And so good morning. <laughs> good morning, good night, and good, good time oh. hearing us and stay safe. Yep, yep, yep. See bye you bye. next week. Bye bye. <laughs>